You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Are you done coughing? Can we start the show? Yes. Okay, welcome everyone to My Comic Life. My name is Jeff. And I'm Sam. We want to thank you for tuning in to this very special San Diego Comic Con edition of the show. Two days away, motherfucker! Because our very own Sam is going to the con, so... Oh, I'm going to be a nerdvana. So uh, I have some uh, hostility towards Sam during this show uh, because, well, um, it's it, 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 nothing to be ashamed of. It's pure jealousy. It's pure jealousy that you get to go to this and I can't, but, you know. Well, honestly, with the uh, with the exchange I just had with my friend Johnny Burden, who's supposed to be going with me, I feel like I may be taking the wrong person uh, to I, Comic-Con I with t- me. I could have told you that from the very beginning. <clears throat> you, th- This is not news to me. This is only news to you. I guess, man. I thought Johnny was, like, pumped up. I, I mean, he'll probably get pumped when he... When he sees all yeah, the... Yeah, a lot of people do. Is Right now, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to play it cool, but then you actually get there, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, no, know, I know. But, now but I'm like, actually here. I'm not just thinking about it. I was just texting Johnny like right before the show started, because we were going over like all the list of stuff that's going to be there. I'm like, dude, we can see Peter Jackson and Kevin Smith, and yo, fucking A, man, Kevin Feige from Marvel's going to be there. And I was like, we can go sit in and see all these guys, like, see our heroes. To be honest, though, if you would have texted me and been like, oh, man, we can go see Kevin Smith and Peter Jackson, I probably would have been like, I don't give a shit. Well, go fuck yourself on that one. I, I'm sorry. It's just like Peter Jackson, I, I, I respect what he's done, but I was never a big fan of the Lord of the Rings series. I really love Frighteners. I thought that was a great movie. So Peter Jackson, not a really big fan. Kevin Smith, I'm just kind of fucking over Kevin Smith. Oh, I, is, see, is this is where you and I could not disagree more? Well, well, I love Kevin. Okay, Smith. Okay, uh, we'll cover this again when we actually start listing off the shit about the con. But just since we're already talking about it, I went and saw because at the con, uh, Kevin Smith is doing an uh, a special an evening with Kevin Smith. I went and I saw one of those when he was to, when he was doing them on tour. This you know he did an evening with Kevin Smith and then what was it another evening with Kevin Smith and then he I think he did a third one, and then so he had done these three different uh, movies, and then he started touring it. I went and saw him when he came to Dallas. It wasn't that good. Is my the friend I took? She and I we watched the three evenings with Kevin Smith. Uh, or the th- the three Kevin Smith movies uh, to lead up to this, and we went to the live show, and all the stories were exactly the same. He essentially just took bits and pieces from the three different movies and made them into a show, and it wasn't that exciting. Well, so, I'm, and and at I'm that point, and, and at that point, I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. Okay, but let 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 let's save that because we we are going to do a bit. You know, like I said, this whole show is pretty much dedicated. To building Sam's uh, con schedule, but before we get into that, Sam, there were two news stories that you wanted to talk up. One we posted on our Facebook page that hopefully you've had a chance to go uh, read the article. If you haven't, check out our Facebook page. Just do a search in Facebook for My Comic Life or Facebook.com/slash My Comic Life Podcast and look back. and I think it was about a week ago that you posted. Yeah, it. about about a week ago. So Marvel has Marvel's got some big news coming down the pipe right. this fall. Uh first of all, we have the female Thor. Right now 
One Joe, who from the editing bay, also on the Next Wave Radio Network, he commented on our post saying like, "Oh, been there, done that," and he posted the cover to a a Thor comic book where what if uh, I forget I forget her name, but it was what if so and so had found Thor's ha- had picked up Thor's hammer, and I wrote back to him and I was like, "No, man, this isn't." This isn't the same deal. What you posted about and what you're talking about is it was a story arc. It was a what if situation. This is a full new story of Thor stepping down. Thor can no longer hold the hammer. Yeah, it's not that. It's that Thor becomes unworthy to wield Mjolnir. Right. And this woman picks it up and she becomes like a brand new female Thor, which is kind of brown. It's kind of groundbreaking here in comics because there's there's never been a woman to wield the hammer before. Well, right, right, and I I think I th- I also think that you know they're they're trying something new. Is really if you look at it, women in comics is you have Wonder Woman who is a su- who really is you know kind of I mean I don't want to say Catwoman because she was a spinoff and she was a you know. But Wonder Woman was kind of the only real superhero woman that started off with her own, at least the biggest. This is the part where you talk, Sam. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, I don't know. You're the one that wanted to talk about this. (laughs) I've got, like, Storm or, like, Jean Grey or Black Widow. But but they weren't on their own. They were part of other groups. They weren't standalones. True. I mean, eventually some of them, like, branched out and got their own comic book series. Right, but for the most part, okay, here it is. Is so going back to it is uh Joe had posted after What if what if Jane Foster became Thor? Right, right. And so that's a what if story. Yeah, no, that's arc. like that, that's like an offshoot. It's like the comic book where Batman like slaps Robin across the face right. and it turns out to be like this dream sequence within a comic book. E- exactly. And th- and this is completely different. This is like you said, he can't he can't wield the hammer anymore. So I think this will be interesting. I, I I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go with it. I am, and then next up we we're getting our first African American Captain America. Which, I mean, like first the way you phrase that makes it sound like Captain America changes like every so often, you know. Which I don't think no, is the it's case. Pretty much been Steve Rogers or exact- Bucky Barnes wielding ex- the shield exactly, and now the Falcon's going to take over when Cap steps down next. Does he say why Captain step? Uh, he's stepping down. I haven't investigated. I, that I gotta far. say, is I thought he was still dead. Is you know, the yeah, lo- you, you thought he was still dead from Civil War. Well, I just the lo- Captain America is not one of the comics that I follow. I mean, I do like the Avengers movies and I like the Captain America movie. Although I still haven't seen Winter Soldier yet. I'm just gonna have to wait for that to come out on DVD. But I do like the movies. But um, what's it? The the comics. Followed, not not a, not a, not a huge. I mean, it's it's not that I'm not a huge fan of his. It's just they never interest me. It's like I'm, you know, when you hear me talk about comics, you can tell I'm I like more of the anti-hero side of comics, and I like the darker side. I mean, you, fuck, my favorite is Deadpool and Walking Dead. I mean, yeah, those are two pretty fucking dark comics. Captain America to me is like more lighthearted. Like, oh, do your patriotic duty. Well, what this is bringing to light is that Marvel's kind of you know pushing boundaries and breaking down doors, and DC's kind of just stuck. <laughs> I mean, this has been a, 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 a debate I've seen popping up on a lot of websites that DC's 
not making any big or bold changes to like change anything and, and their comic book line of like challenged readers with like new ideas and new concepts. And so people are wondering if DC's kinda getting left behind because Marvel's willing to try out like these kind of like new characters and new story arcs. You, you know, it's funny you say that because I on Netflix I was just watching the uh, PBS documentary, the three part documentary about comic books and on this on episode two they were talking about in the 70s how Marvel came out with Spider basically when Stan Lee started really appearing and how Marvel was the one that was being more compelling getting uh, more relatable to actual people and how Mar and how DC wasn't really doing that they were kind of recycling the same stuff over and over and weren't adding this human element and so, yeah, DC's so, characters are more godlike. Well, right, but but so but so my my point to, to this is we've kind of been through this before. Is Marvel Marvel? I, I, I essentially Marvel is willing to I guess you could say more take a risk, willing to change things up more. And then DC, you know, okay, Marvel did it, then we'll do it. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that DC follows in Marvel's shadow in their footsteps. I'm just saying is that. You know, all these people are saying like, "Oh, you know, what's going to DC? They're going to do something. They always do. This isn't the first time that that we've seen this." So, I I, th- I think that's just a lot of hot air coming out of people. Maybe, but you know, you got to stir the pot a little bit. All right, those are your two quick stories. Those are my two quick stories. All right, let's get into the meat of this. I miss Benegans. I miss it. It was a fun place. That was the first place where like I did underage drinking because my friend knew the waitress. And so we were like 16 and went into Benegans at the uh, at the mall and we got I think like I think we were like drunk off of like three pints, and like we were just walking around the mall like, oh my god, we're so drunk. You want that Vinnigan's experience? Just go to TGI Fridays. Yeah, I heard a new one's opening up by my place, so I'm actually kind of excited. Yeah, someone it, told me that they're opening one across the street from another one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, is is uh, I, uh in Addison on Beltline. Yeah, is there's one on the north side of the road, and they're building one on the south side of the road. Yeah. So, who knows? All right, so. But we're, what the fuck are we doing talking about <laughs> Bennigan's and TGF Fridays? We're As we digress back to Comic-Con. Right, so we're going to break this up into uh, three little sections for you. First off, we're going to talk about all the different TV panels that are going to be there. Then we're going to talk about the movie panels and then kind of everything else. So let's start off. We'll just go, we're just going to go in chronological order. We're going to kind of help Sam build his schedule for Comic-Con, and fuck Johnny, because we tried to get him on Skype, he was too damn busy, so now, Sam, you and I are going to make the schedule for the two of you, That's fine. fuck him. We're just going to go to all the shit I want to go to. Alright, now, you, uh, I asked you this, uh, uh, Comic-Con starts Thursday, but they do a preview night on Wednesday night, you yes. guys are not going that No, uh, Johnny and I decided just to take Wednesday and just kind of tool around San Diego and be tourists. Alright, so here's what you guys... And then, actually, I'm going Thursday by myself, because Johnny decided he wanted a day alone in San Diego to go see shit. 
And I was like, fuck that. I'm at the convention. I was about to say, you're not going there to see San Diego. I'm you're, not going there. You're, you're going there for like a one block radius, yes. this convention center. That's all you give a shit about. I plan to see like <laughs> my little guest house I'm staying in and the convention center and maybe some restaurants in between where I eat right, exa- and nothing else. Exactly. Is This is what I imagine. You, you get from the airport to where you're staying. And then just okay, what's the quickest route? And, oh, then, yeah. and then just memorize that route, and then bam. Yeah, you, basically, that's, that's all you need that's, to that's know. That's all I'm going to be doing. Okay, but so since you guys aren't going Wednesday night for preview night, here is, here are the uh, the TV shows that you are uh, missing on preview night. First off, you are missing the pilot screening of the Flash that's going to be on the CW this fall. Shit. I know. Now I actually wanted to see that. Now uh, I actually over the weekend I posted an article to our Facebook page about the Flash. And if you're a fan of the comic book series, you should be really excited about the TV series because, as you've heard on the show uh, over and over, all these new comic book TV shows are starting to come out on these major networks. Well, they've been looking at the scripts versus like what's going on in the comic books, and apparently the Flash show is going to be the most true to the source material. So that's something really good for Flash fans is if you know if you don't like how when they make a movie or TV show of a certain book or comic book you know they always change shit well apparently the flash it's going to be real similar to the comic also on preview night they're doing uh oh, oh sorry all these are pilot screenings so it's the pilot screening of the flash pilot screening of Constantine and pilot screening of I Zombie I would like to have seen the pilot screening of Constantine and The Flash. Yeah, those are the only two that that I would really see. So for TV-wise, that's all that's really going on Wednesday night. Thursday, uh, first official day of the con. Okay. First up, Sam, I think we can kind of skip this one. ABC and Pixar, they're doing a uh, a one about Toy Story. (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, I didn't even know they made that into TV. uh, Wait, am I on movies or? No, this is TV lineup. Oh, it must be a TV movie. Then that makes sense for the next one. You already don't give a shit, but in case anyone out there listening does, Sharknado, the se- this is what you're calling your sequel, Sharknado, the second one. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's okay. <laughs> what a great title. Anyways, uh, Sharknado is going to be doing a panel un- nah, under... I- under the Dome on CBS. They're also doing a panel. I watched the first season. This is... This is based on the Stephen King book where a town is trapped under a dome. It's exactly what you would expect it to be. I ha- I had never read the Stephen King book, but a guy I work with read the book and he's watching the show and it's like don't he's like I don't even know what's going to happen in the second season because originally the dome was supposed to be one season long, so they cover like the fucking book in the first season. So now second season's kind of straying away from the book. All right. Also, real quick, uh, CBS's Scorpion is also doing a panel. Rain. This is CW. Uh, now, this isn't R A N. This is R E I G N. Rain. Uh, it's the season two screening. Penny Dreadful. Now, Sam, you were you were saying you were excited about this one. I am. Uh, Penny Dreadful is kind of an interesting series. I've only been able to catch a few episodes of it. Uh, it kind of like brings together kind of like the darker side of. Uh, kind of television characters. I mean, it deals with, uh, like, vampires and mummies and yeah, Frankenstein. It's, it's, it's kind of like Van Helsing a little bit. Uh, a little bit darker. Right. Uh, I, I've watched, I watched. I think, the first two or three episodes, 
And it wasn't that I wasn't into him. I just, Josh Hart. I like Josh Hart in it. I'm sorry, but I know Josh Hart as a teeny bopper, teen throb type dude. Did you never see The Faculty Man? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yes, I saw The Faculty. I like The Faculty, but no, I mean, Josh Hart in it. Uh, I mean, you have one of the few, one of the old James Bonds in there. Yeah. You know? I don't. Know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, what's his face was a Bond. I forgot. Uh, uh, I can't remember. He, I like he, the he show. I like one. the. I like Rod. I, I like you know the supernatural aspect of this. show. I do too. It's very creepy and very dark in places. So. It, it is. Like uh, I said, like you, I've caught about three episodes. I've been kind of marathon watching other shows right now. Right now, the Penny Dreadful. That is not a uh, screening of any sort. That's just a panel. I'd probably go cast. sit in on that. Just to see the cast. All right, you a big 24 fan? I've seen it. Not that. I didn't really give a shit. Uh, Legends, The Last Ship. The Last Ship, I'm just kind of... started on TNT. Like, exactly. It's like four episodes in. And right now, I'm also kind of on a big fuck you, Michael Bay spree because I'm just... I'm kinda... I'll support it because Jane's in the in, in the TV show from Firefly. Yeah. So I got, I've been trying to watch it. And, Is you know, he really? Yes. Adam Adam Baldwin plays one of the men on the ship. Ah, oh, man. Why would you have to tell me that? Now I have to give it a chance because yes. I want to support him. Also, a uh, miniseries from USA called Dig will be there. We'll be uh, doing one. Uh, now, this one's cool. Batman, the complete TV series. Adam West, uh, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar will, uh, panel, uh, will do, be doing a panel because... They are releasing the Batman TV series on uh, Blu-ray, so they're there to promote that. Here's a big one, Sam, and you've already told me you're skipping it. I already hate you. Community. Can't believe you're skipping this. It's a tribute to Community, uh, Dan uh, uh, Harmon. I might go. It's, 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 it's at 2.15. There's nothing really inter- intersecting. All there. right. So I might go sit in on that. Uh, the big one I really want to go see mm-hmm. uh, probably is the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. All right, so we're just going to skip around on this list? All right. You've been skipping around on my list from no. the beginning. I, no, I haven't. Not according to the list I have. Uh, my list starts at 10 o'clock in the morning and goes down. My list starts... My list is in no particular order. Son of a bitch. Now that I'm reading all the fucking times. <laughs> well, son of a... My bad, Sam. I guess I have been... <laughs> you had me so confused. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, so Community is doing one, which I really think you should see. Hannibal is also... Uh, I've heard good things. I haven't watched the show. Teen Wolf, MTV, fuck that. I kind of like Teen Wolf. Oh, my God. Do you really, Sam? I've watched a few episodes, maybe all of season one. Oh my god! All right, uh, but yeah, Doctor Hor- Horrible Sing Along Blog. I'm assuming this is just going to be. A- well, here's one thing that's that's confusing me because it says it is from 8:30 and then at 10 p.m. Is that two separate times or does it run from 8? No, 8:30 to 10. See, I might have. I, I love Doctor Horrible, but they're doing a Goonies reunion av- around save the same time. Save it for time. the movie part, Sam. Oh, sorry. Just say there's a conflict of time. <laughs> there's a conflict of time. You got to build suspense <laughs> so they'll keep listening to the episode. There's a conflict of time with something else over there, so I might be conflicted. All right, uh, but but he, but here's the thing: is reading from this description about uh, the sing along blog, it looks like all they're doing is. Showing it and it's yeah, it's, it's, not it's like, interactive. Is it's it not like it's not like MPH is going to show up there, right? It doesn't. 
I'm trying to pass that by so bad. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. It, yeah, it's, no panel, so I'm. It's just and, the and, show, and, and no Nathan Fillion's going to be there or anything, right? Here's uh, okay. Children's Hospital is also going to be there. Now, here's the big one that Sam. I I don't know where you're going to fall on this. Walking Dead. Five uh, was it four fifteen to five fifteen? It's only an hour. Robert Kirkman and uh, Charlie Adler. So. It's kind of interesting that they're doing chart that this is for the TV, but they're having Charlie Adler because he is the artist for no, is he the artist or the co-writer of the series? It might be the co-writer now that I think about I'd it. I'd probably go to the one on Friday versus the one on Thursday. All right, yeah, let's skip on down to Friday because that pretty much sums up the highlights for uh for uh. Thursday. So starting out Friday, Friday at 10 a.m., we got the Big Bang Theory. It's just the writers. It's not the cast. Okay. Don't know about that. I mean, I am, I'm a huge Big Bang fan. Uh, and then we've got a couple of Cartoon Network shows. Uh, Uncle and Grandpa Clarence know nothing about that. Never. Jeff, you can tell me more about this one. I've never seen an episode of it, but everybody tells me I have to watch this show. What is uh, Adventure Time. Oh no! Why no? I've never seen that oh. either. And I think that's a Nickelodeon show. I think it's one of those shows. Oh, is it really it's a Cartoon Network? Is it? But but it's not Adult Swim. If it, it is, so no. it's just Cartoon Network. That's one of those. From what I know about Adventure Time, it's one of those shows that is made for kids, but hipsters really like it. And it's like, oh, it's so ironic that I like this show for kids. It'd be essentially like if you wear a Blues Clues T-shirt. Now, here are the two. I'm going to try to get into the Walking Dead panel at Hall H. Yes. Now, uh, uh, But if that line looks like it's out the wazoo and I'm not going to get into it, then I'm quickly going to rush across to the Indigo Ballroom because starting at 1215, the Venture Brothers creators are going to be there. See, oh, man. And I, I fucking love the Venture Brothers. I do, too. I grew up I watching too. Johnny Quest as a kid, and to see a show that spoofs one of my favorite childhood cartoons and makes me laugh out loud at 28 still... You know, I mean, like, that's a hard thing to do. I'm not saying that I don't have a good sense of humor or anything, but I mean, I just kind of, you know, like, oh, that's kind of funny. Here, here. But I mean, yeah, do I, do, I, do I go to the Venture Brothers panel or do I, because I could easily get into the Venture Brothers panel, probably no problem, but trying to squeeze in the Hall H. You're right, because Walking Dead, I mean, because first of all, this is the cast. This is Andrew Lincoln, Yeah, I'm pr- Norman I, I, Reedus. I'd probably have to get outside of Hall H at 10 o'clock that morning and wait two hours. Right, and uh, also Robert Kirkman's also going to be there. But now here's the thing, though, because this this is what I'm thinking. So the walking panel, uh, the, the walking dead panel, it ends is in Hall H and it ends at one twenty. Then if you look at one forty, at one forty in the same in Hall H, Game of Thrones. And see, I've I've read on the website that unless they ask to clear the hall, you can stay in Hall H exactly. and just wait for the next exactly. panel. Exactly. So yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like I, I could get in for like. Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Because 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 you ha- you have to admit those two. Oh, I thought I spilled something. Those two are probably some of the biggest TV shows that are going to be there. Yeah, as I, much as I love Community, is I know it's nowhere on the same level as Walking Dead. If I go or, to a Walking Dead Q&A, I've got to start marathon watching like the last season because I haven't finished it yet. Don't worry, I'm in that same camp. But I am reading the comics, so I'm way ahead of the. TV but I'm a series. huge fucking fan of Norman Reedus. Uh, ever since his days, he's of not get, he's not going to field any questions about Boondocks. I would I wouldn't ask him anything about Boondocks. It would just be cool to see the guy, man. Right. So, I'm just thinking strategically. 
Walking Dead would be the better bet. I will probably Unlo- see if if I can get Johnny to line up with me at ten thirty for. A, a, it's probably like this is ridiculous. We're gonna wait two hours outside of Hall H. I'm like, yes, yeah, I would. I mean, like, which which one would you wait for longer, Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, right? Probably Game of Thrones. And and you see, that's the other. And that's th- and, and that's no disrespect to the Walking well, Dead. Right, I love the Walking right, Dead, but but I just knowing you is see for me, it's the opposite. I'd wait longer for the Walking Dead. But also, when you get there, you might they might say, okay, we have to clear the halls. And in fact, when you're going, if you're going in for The Walking Dead, you might already see the line for the uh, Game of Thrones panel. Yeah. Who, who knows? Well, it's funny because, oh, never mind. Spoiler alert. I'll just wait. Okay. Uh, also going on, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did, I, I, I never watched the show. I did. I liked it. Um, once again, not like I have to see this. Neither is Bates Motel or Bob's Burgers. Well, now, now, hold on, now, <laughs> hold on. Bob's Burgers is really good. It's it's a really great. Oh shit! Sam just discovered something we did not prep for. This robot is... chicken's gonna be there with Seth Green. Oh, no, Sorry, I, I told you that. Wait. I did. I totally ignored you. Do you, you. listen when, when when we talk before the show? Maybe that's why we suck so much. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. But yes, I will go sit in on Robot Chicken's panel. Right. I would. I would sit in with uh, with. With Bob's Burger and if over I c- Robot Chicken because because Robot Chicken goes from three fifteen no, to no, four and you know, Bob's Burger starts it right at four so I would miss you're right I would do Robot Chicken over Bob's Burger but as soon as Robot Chicken was over I would start lining up for fucking Archer oh hell yeah now uh, oh shit wait oh wait. shit Archer original oh shit so this is this is the panel at Archer these other details I can't o- do it original exclusive animated piece uh, will be screened along with the season six premiere so oh shit the first episode of season six followed by a Q and A with H John Benjamin aka Archer damn uh, it a sh- uh, damn it look. damn it damn it Sorry. Tyler Chris Parnell I mean no it's I just... would I dude. Fuck. You gotta line up for the Archer panel. No, fuck. Danger zone. I know, but Arrow's going on at the same time, and I fracking love Arrow. Eh. Stephen Amell rocks Oliver Queen in my book, man. Eh. And it's and it, and it's not in Hall H. It's in like one of the smaller ballrooms, so I think I could actually get in because everybody's gonna be like lining up constantly outside of Hall H, which is why I think you know. Oh man, Arrow or Archer? Johnny and I are gonna have to like toss a coin on that one. Or Johnny, Johnny may go to Archer and I may go to Arrow, and you know that'll be that. This is why we wanted to Skype him in. This is interesting. I don't think uh, I don't think you're gonna go see this one. I didn't even know this was happening. Mike Tyson is getting his own animated show on Adult <laughs> Swim. It's called Mike Tyson Mysteries. So they are doing they're doing a. a are they doing? Are they just doing a panel? Uh, Mike Tyson will preview. Okay, Mike Tyson will preview his new animated comedy <laughs> series. Fucking Mike Tyson's. Mike Tyson's. No, I'm be sorry. Here. I just thought maybe if I could get a Q and A with Mike Tyson. I like to. I like to play pranks on Johnny, so I could be like, uh, Mike. I, I don't mean to bother you, but it's been my best friend's lifelong goal to be laid out by you. Oh my so God. if you if you got one no, good for, one left for, for for legal reasons, for that exact reason, is I was actually listening to something like. They don't do that anymore. Is like because of lawyers and all that. That if someone's like, "Oh, hey, just jokingly put me in a uh, stranglehold or you know whatever," like, know. they won't do but it. Just anymore. to watch the color drain out of Johnny's face because I told him his lifelong dream to have Mike Tyson punch him out. All right, uh, anything else for? Uh, yeah, a few, uh, a few are catching my eye. No, here. no, but this is for uh, Friday. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sle- uh, Sleepy Hollow. I was I was a big fan of that show back in the day. Uh, okay. Oh my god. Oh gosh, I, I never say that word. <laughs> What's up? Banshee is going to be there. I fucking love Banshee on Which Cinemax. Which one is that? Banshee is about this criminal who becomes a sheriff in this town and like totally becomes just corrupts this town altogether. Okay. It's a show on Cinemax. That's cool. Um Aquabats I don't care about and Intruders I don't care about. So no. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Uh, the Simpsons. Yes, I would love to go. There's see only that. one problem. It's gonna interfere with the movie panel I was gonna go to. Uh oh. But if I can't get into that movie <sighs> panel, I might. <clears throat> What's the movie? It's Peter Jackson. Dude, go to the Simpsons. Go to the Simpsons. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? That's exactly what you just sounded like. All right, Family um, Guy. You got it. You gotta go to when the fam- is Family Guy coming? Family Guy is one to one forty-five. It's only forty-five minute panel. Yeah, I might go to that one. See, and oh, this is why you gotta go to Family Guy. Watch a sneak peek of the Family Guy Simpsons crossover, followed by panel with uh, Seth Green, Mike Henry, Richard Apple, and a lot of other people from behind the scenes of Family Guy. It doesn't say uh, Seth MacFarlane though. That's kind of interesting. I wonder if he's see if he's not away. gonna be there. I don't want to. Well, but still Seth Green, but it looks like he's the only like cast member, and it looks like a lot of the other guys are from behind the scenes. The only other one that really catches my eye, I mean... And this is for uh, Saturday? Yeah. Um, what? Is the Constantine panel coming up at 5.15. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Nerdist but, is also doing a panel. But then Warner Brothers does their... Warner Brothers in DC does their big panel, which might include uh, Supernatural so and Hall H from 8 to 11. God, that's a long panel. Yeah, Saturday for TV is kind of a down day. Oh, my gosh. I can actually go watch the world premiere of Gotham. Oh, shit, yeah. Because it says Constantine Arrow in the world premiere of Gotham, which means I could go sit in on the pilot episode. Fuck yeah, dude. Go do that. I might have to go do that. All right. Sunday. Sunday. The only one that I see that's really sticking out to me is Sons of Anarchy. No, no. Fuck that. I mean, no. I mean, I I love Sons of Anarchy, but I'm going to Supernatural. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're a huge fan of I, that. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll probably go to Supernatural. Oh, but 10 to 11 a.m. Okay, so? Isn't that when Peter Jackson's on? That's on Saturday. This is on Sunday. Whatever. Yeah, what? Sunday, I would probably go to Supernatural. Um, yes, SOA, because I like that show. Anything? <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer sing-along once more with feeling. I might just go sit in on that. I was never a big Buffy fan. All right, so that's all the TV rundown. That's what we got for TV now. Let's move on to movies and see where things are going to start getting complicated. Right. This is where you're going to... All right. Thursday. uh, Preview night, uh, first off, is yes, they are uh, for films. They are doing a preview night, but we're reading this off of uh, IGN.com, and they don't have details of, of what's on preview night, so... We're just going to skip right on to Thursday. Thursday, 10 a.m., the the legacy and return of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yeah. That's a pro- big one. Because they're going to talk about the upcoming Battlestar Galactica movie. Yeah. I will probably go sit in on this one. I would, too. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Now, I haven't heard much about this movie, but Goosebumps they're turning it into a movie, yeah. and the panel's going to be there. The only person, uh, Jack Black, uh, 
I mean, I don't know. Paramount's doing their big panel that day as well. I have, n- but it doesn't list like what movies Paramount's going to be tagged. Yeah, feeding. that's because they're just going to try to fit as much as possible. I mean, how many more Michael Bay films are they going to exactly. produce? Exactly. It's like they might as well just be like, "Hey, this is the Michael Bay panel." You know, uh, I might go sit on that. You know, just to just to see what because I'm just kind of a fan of the GI Joe films that have recently come out and stuff. Uh, the, the big one on mine is Goonies: Never Say Die. Oh, uh, yes. Claire Claire Kramer from Buffy the Vampire Slayer moderates a panel of cast members and special surprise guests from 6 to 7. That's going to be you have Now wait, was that wasn't that conflicting with one of the TV shows? Yes, that was conflicting with one of the TV shows on Thursday. That's on good. Thursday at 7 o'clock. Oh, Penny, oh, Penny Penny, Penny Dreadful. Dreadful. I like Penny Dreadful. I like the Goonies more than Penny Dreadful. Yep. I'm probably going to go to the Goonies. All right, for some damn reason, WEE is going to be there. WWE. Whatever. That's because WWE has launched their own film franchise. Right, it's part of Lionsgate. Yeah, and their big one that they're they're rebooting Leprechaun. Mm, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, Sharknado 2. Which we already talked about because it's also part of the uh, TV day. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Considering Freddy Krueger still gives me nightmares to this day, and unless Robert England's going to say wait, Freddy versus Jason versus Michael inside the minds of Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Michael Myers. So this is just if you're a big if you're a big uh, horror fan. I've seen all the Halloween films. I like those. I've seen most of the Friday the Thirteenth films. I I'm too scared to sit through all the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Although uh, I've seen the first one and I've seen a few of the other ones. Okay, and Thursday, I think that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, so Goonies and probably uh, Battlestar for me on Thursday. Yep. Friday, Sam, you want to go see this one? Star Wars Storyboards, the original trilogy. Uh, Is Han Solo Luke Skywalker going to be there? No. Fuck it. Okay. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) I mean, but it's it's sad. That's just kind of how you have to do your schedules. Like, you know... Um, I'm Fox is doing a big one, and they're let's see here. Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox Comic Con presentation with Let's Be Cops, The Maze Runner, The Book of Life. What is that? Kings, Kingsman, The Secret Service, and Hitman. So, and uh, see, hit, that hit, doesn't really blow like that lineup. Eh. It's, 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 it's essentially it's like, okay, here's what we're releasing in 2015. Yeah, I mean, none of that. I mean, the only one that the only ones that are kind of semi-nerdy off that list are Maze Runner, which is based off of a book, and Hitman Agent 47, which is based, based off, off of a video, video game. game. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. I will probably skip 20th Century Fox's channel. I, I would, too. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little sad Star Wars isn't going to make like a showing in the 20th Century Fox panel. Well, they're still working on on the new episodes, and you know, after J.J. Uh, Abrams left, they're kind of like no. J.J. Abrams directing episode seven, right? But he's but originally, okay. J.J. Abrams was taking over the new the the next three movies, and then he's like, "I'm doing the first one, and then I'm fucking out." Yeah, is so that's what I'm saying. Uh, the thing I'm gonna last, possibly try to get Johnny to line up for four thirty two hours before it begins. Hmm. Is the Musk of Tusk and Evening with Kevin Smith, which starts at six thirty-five? I I have wanted to see Kevin Smith all my life. Prepare to be disappointed. Whatever, fuck you. Um, the only thing that could conflict with that would probably be a world premiere Batman Assault on Arkham, and Kevin Conroy is going to be there. Right now, this of course is you know animated Batman. This is not a new live action film because 
Yeah, I mean, just the name yeah, Kevin but, Conroy right there should give it away because he is the voice. He voiced Batman. Batman in the animated series, the video games. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, uh, Warner Brothers Pictures presents The Hobbit: The Battle of the. F- oh wait, I thought that was the Five name of Armies. The- Mad oh, th- Max. That is the fucking Hobbit name. Mad Max: Fury Road and Jupiter Ascending. The only thing in there that I would want to see is Mad Max. Yeah, uh, Tom, the guy who played Bane in the last Batman film, is going to be the new Mad Max. Yeah. Um, Legendary Pictures doesn't say what they're doing. Nope. So that, that probably going to skip that. Right. That, that's what I would do. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno's going to be there. Why uh, wouldn't he? Wait. Under what? Hercules All Stars. Lou Ferrigno with WWE superstar John Morrison. Who the fuck is John? Wait, John Morrison. No, that's not right. Because that's the lead singer of The Doors. Uh, no, it's not. Fuck. That was Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. You dumbass. But you were wrong too. Because this is John. Oh, Morrison. Oh, that was his WWE name. His, Former WWE. Yeah. His, his real name was John Hennig- Hennigan. Hennigan. Uh, skip all that. The next one I want to see is I'm a huge fan of this director. I will probably fight to get in line for this one. Uh, Frank Frank Miller's Sin City: A Dame to Kill For with Robert Rodriguez, Frank Miller, and cast. Yeah, because it, it, it's the new it's the new uh, Sin City Sin City movie. So that would be really good too. The only other one that I would see that I would go, I would want to see is Fight Club General uh, Panel. Is this is the author of of the book, Chuck Palahniuk, who actually has come out and said that he prefers the movie. Yeah, he actually over, said the movie was better than his, his book. book. Well, uh, but he, you could do more with the movie. Actually, I could make both because Marvel is doing their big. Oh my gosh, Marvel's doing their big kickoff at five thirty that that afternoon, and they go till till six thirty. And then I could run across and be in room 25AB at 7 o'clock to hear Chuck Palahniuk talk. Ooh, that would be great. Hey, hey, there you go. I really want to go see Marvel's panel, though, because last year they had Tom Hiddleston dressed up as Loki, introducing everything. Like, Marvel goes all out for their panel. Do they? Plus, fingers crossed, I'm hoping to get, like, somehow drug into, like, a private screening of Guardians of the Galaxy before it comes out. <laughs> well, no, because, like, at Comic-Con, like, they'll do shit like this, but they'll, like... Put like hidden clues like all over the con. If you find right. them all, you can find you can find the panel. Yeah, you can find the panel and like stuff like that. So I mean, meh. That's about it for Saturday's Fight Club and Marvel's big panel. Right. Sunday world premiere of Scooby Doo. What is that? Frank and Creepy. Fuck that. Okay. Whoa. Okay. This one I would go see. I know also Joe from that any bay would go see Lego uh, slash uh, Warner Brothers, the Lego movie. Uh, so we'll lead the discussion on the development of the Lego movie. So they're talking about the making of the Lego movie. And nah. we'll probably drop hints about the new Lego movie. Actually, the one I want to go sit down is the business of cartoon voices from three to four. Do you, but some people would be like, what the fuck? But as somebody who's kind of hoping to break into the voiceover market. Um, yeah, I kind of want to Sam, go. you know, and to break over into the voiceover market, you got to be proactive about it and yeah. not just be like, eh, someone will hear my voice one day. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. All right. <laughs> so does that cover it for movies? Yeah, that's about it for movies. All right. Uh, you know, every year that they, when Comic-Con comes around, they always do special... Toys and comics that, right. you, that are exclusive to the con. Right. So there are uh, a couple... Couple uh, uh, comics that are coming out at the con that you might want to be aware of. First off, Transformer, uh, Transformers vs. GI Joe number one. Uh, it has a variant wraparound cover. Right, so that will be available. Eh. Uh, 
Ext- yeah. Extinction per day, uh, per parade, uh, war number one by Max Brooks. This looks awesome on this, the cover, Sam. This is something I would real like. Okay, <clears throat> we haven't gotten into this yet. I kind of been skipping around this. I know you're there for yourself. I'm not your fucking daddy, Warbucks. Please, Jeff. It's I- five. <laughs> it's five dollars. Is so if you don't know who who Max uh, Max Brooks is, is first of all he's Mel Brooks's son, and he also I I kind of look at him as he kind of helped restart this whole craze of zomb of the zombie apocalypse. Is he wrote the zombie survival guide, then he wrote World War Z, and. For a while, he was also going around and getting... Sold. If he wrote World War Z, that was a fucking amazing book. Right. Th- that's him. Oh, yeah. No. And so... This cover is an army of zombies storming a city. Right. It, I, yeah. That almost looks like uh, Thailand because of the two uh, towers in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. The, I uh, mean, like, if you look at this comic, it's like, it's like you're looking like backwards in almost, and you see like... You're at like the back of a line of zombies storming a city, right? And you know, Jeff, I'll get and, it for you. And if also, I can it's, find it's, the booth. it's number one. It's number fucking one. This is going to be a big deal because Max Brooks. Anyway, know, if Max Brooks is there and it doesn't interfere with anything, I'll even get him to autograph the damn thing for you. I'd rather you get Jerry Duggan, <clears throat> Duggan and Brian Posehn's autograph for Deadpool. That is my ultimate. Like, are they even going to be there? See, that's the thing. Is I was just, I was trying to look up like all the different autograph guests, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> but here's the thing: I'm going to think about checking out their Twitter feed. They might be tweeting that they're going to Comic Con. They probably are. But here's the thing, Sam. I'm going to give you. I'm going to print you out a picture of what they both look like. I and know they, what Brian Posehn looks like, but you don't know what Jerry Duggan looks like. One Sim, will be with the other. You well, if they're doing a table. But I'm just talking about because what if they're walking around? You know, he's a nice guy. They're nice guys. They might just stop. All I'm saying is above all, above everything else that I request of above you. Above the moon and stars, above the earth. Above it all. If you have a chance to get their autographs on anything Deadpool related, I will forever be in your debt. Uh, the only other one that really catches, well, not the only other one. Uh, the next one that catches my eye is Hellboy in Hell Volume 1 to Descent Hardcover. It's 40 bucks. Yeah. I, I love Hellboy. I like the way Mike Mignola writes and draws all this shit. So, yes, I will probably get it. Now, we were talking about the the uh, TV show panel. Now, there I didn't. Uh, you can also get the books. The Penny Dreadful Collection, Dracula, Frankenstein, Dorian uh, Gray. is Wow. If that's 15 bucks for all three of those books, then that's probably a really, 15 bucks a piece. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Doctor Who, the 10th of Doctor. <coughs> Man, Sam. really? It's just a comic book. Really? No, I, honestly, like the next one on my list, and you may think this is crazy, is The Tick. Uh, right, right. Uh, now, The Tick. Oh, God, I loved that TV show. Yeah. I thought it was I a love great... the TV show. The comic was funny. The live action TV show. Yeah, yeah. That's which what starred I'm the voice of Brock from Venture uh, Brothers. And also hilarious. Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Uh, yeah. I, forget, I forget the actor's name off the top of my head. Uh, this is the Tick San Diego Comic-Con exclusive comic book. So this is a full comic they are just specially doing for Comic-Con. That's eight bucks. Also, 
Uh, they are doing the Racket Raccoon number one Jeff Smith variant. Uh, Racket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon Ra- is. What was I? Racket? Was I really saying Racket? Racket Raccoon. What the fuck? Racket Raccoon Please is tell part me that's of- a character for something else and I'm justified in that. Rocket Raccoon is part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, hangs out with Groot. Right, but with the release of the new movie, or I say new as if they made other ones, but with the release of the movie is uh, Rocket Raccoon has gotten his spinoff comic. I said it right that time, right? I said Rocket, right? Yes. All right. <laughs> That's all I really see in the way of stuff that jumps out to, at me. Okay, moving on to toys. Yeah, now, Sam, you did more prep on this than I did. Well, it, it's kind of funny, like... Because, I've just recently kind of become a collector of comic book-based toys. Like, well, in like yeah. the last year, I kind of started having a little passion for collecting these things. You see, whenever I'm in, whenever I'm looking <laughs> at getting toys or action figures, I, I, I have a different approach than you do. Is because now you're getting into it, and so now you're kind of doing your research and all that type of stuff. I just kind of like walking around the con and just being like, uh, that one I kind of like. It kind of speaks to me. If I come back in an hour and I still feel the same way, then I'll probably buy it. Like, I don't plan it out. But you were mentioning some badass toys that you might want to save money for. The one that sticks out in my head was the $400. Was it four? Yeah, it was $400. Uh, Two-foot-tall, glow-in-the-dark alien. Oh, I thought I thought it was the dragon's eggs from... So it's the alien eggs, not the dragon eggs. Oh, egg. no, no, no. They have those, too. But, no, Kenner are... Uh, Sorry, not Kenner. But um, basically, the Comic-Con exclusive is a 24-inch glow-in-the-dark alien figure for $499. Jeez. But let's Jeez. let's just start at the top of the list here. Um, first one that caught my eye was they are doing a Batman Arkham Knights uh, Batmobile, which looked very impressive and very detailed and comes with a Batman action figure. That's $85 by Mattel. Probably will pass on that one, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, the next one is the Aliens playset. It's it's like a little child's playset, but it's it's the alien planet where all the eggs were and everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that says price to be determined. I'm kind of worried about that. Well, I know, the- I know, I know. Johnny really wants that because when it folds up and everything, it folds up into the shape of an alien egg. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of like two toys in one then. Yeah. All right, I, Sam, I can't do any filler because I didn't do any research, so keep this train rolling. What else you got? Uh, next one. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, kind of, I think it's called Pop or Funko Pop. You mean you like, know, like pop art? Uh, pop toys, you know. Those, oh. Remember how like I got like the Back to the Future like DeLorean that you wanted? Right. That was by Pop. Well, they're doing a two-pack uh, Slimed Venkman and Slimer exclusive for Comic Con, and that's and that's only twenty five dollars. That's not bad. Con- yeah, cons- no. considering that like that's about what you paid for the uh, Back to the Future, right? Marty with with DeLorean, yeah, and that's by Funko, and they do pop. So I mean, celebrating the thirtieth anniversary of that. Uh, if it wasn't four hundred fucking dollars, I would probably get to twenty four inch glow in the dark alien action figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being like. I, this looks kind of cool. I may pick this up for my friend Grant. He's a huge Star Wars. Oh, nerd. so sure, sure, you'll go and pick up shit for your other friends. But the guy who you know you co-host the podcast with, uh, no, fuck that dude, right, Sam? There Jesus. is a Star Wars Yoda hologram bank, which is basically just a fucking blue Yoda for twenty three dollars. Oh, the thing I asked for is five dollars, and we got to raise all fucking hell about it. But twenty five dollars for your other friend, no problem. You're an asshole. The one that's really gonna. Test my wallet is the Star Trek Battle Damage USS Excelsior Starship for seventy dollars. 
Okay, now tell me more. Captain Sulu was the uh, captain of the Excelsior in Star Trek VI. Oh, for some reason I heard Battlestar. No, all right, I don't care anymore. Um, the other one I am the other one I will definitely. Uh, I probably won't spend this, but I'll be sorely tempted to. Uh, you can buy your own Infinity Gauntlet that Thanos wears. That's going to become like the big thing because uh, they're talking about all these chaos gems in the in the in the Marvel universe, the Infinity Gems. And they all fit inside the Infinity Gauntlet, and that can like mm-hmm. end the universe itself. Like he who wields it can end the universe, right? And so, yes, they have a toy of the Infinity Gauntlet that you can wear, but that is seventy five dollars. And my budget mm. for this con is about six hundred bucks. Yeah, and that includes food and whatever else. Oh my God, no, Sam! Like you need to have a food. You need to separate all that. Uh, the one thing I am going to try to do, uh, probably like day one, I'm probably going to run up to the booth uh, once again. Is the Funko booth? They are doing a Firefly action figure set yeah. here of of Jane and Mal, and it looks like the old kind of like eighties, like like you can bend them, like their legs mm. shift and move. Don't quite look exactly like them, you know, but that's part of like the fun of it. These are probably Comic Con exclusives. Probably gonna have trouble not taking these out of the box, right? But if I can get uh, Nathan Fillion or uh, J- Jane Adam Baldwin to autograph either one of these, these will be going up on eBay immediately. That's a dick move, man. That's... And then, yes. No, Jeff. If I want to, I can get three replica dragon eggs, convention exclusive only, for $128. Ooh. That's a lot cheaper than I thought they were. I don't want it. It's too much. No, I wouldn't. It's way too much. Would, she's, um, she's not even my favorite character on the show. The other one I'm probably going to track down is they're doing an archer action figure. Yeah. For 25 bucks. That's a little pricey for me, but it's Archer, and I love Archer, even though I said I wasn't going to go sit on the Archer panel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's dick. $25 for the Archer panel. And that's about it. Uh, the only other thing that caught my Oh, damn, it's that much? What? What? What's, what? And how much is it? They're doing a limited edition Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Dragon Dagger. Oh, that God looks like it's it. been like dipped in like gold on the outside. Yeah, how much is it? It's $150. It's not worth it, Sam. No. It's not worth it. But they do have the Tokyo Vinyl Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Green Ranger for $25. Uh, if they had a Morpher, I'd probably go buy it. But I, Jason David Frank, who, I'm, who played the Green Ranger, he he posted a picture of what this thing is going to look like. It's, it's fucking sweet as hell. And if it was just a little less, I'd probably buy it. But no, probably I'm going to go get the Funko Bill... Uh, Ghostbusters, Archer, and the Jane and Mal action figures. And the Max Brooks. Oh, yes, and the mm-hmm. Max Brooks comic book. And I might... I mean, get two of them. Get one for yourself, Sam. I don't care. I might pick up the Yoda. I don't know. And... And... What else do you want me to get, Jeff? And anything Deadpool related. Oh, yes, I forgot. Anything, anything Deadpool related. Anything Deadpool D anything let me put it this way anything Deadpool related that's Comic Con exclusive n- prices is, is not is, is not a problem. Well, Jeff, I'll I, pay could, it. I could I'll get pay you the uh, Funko Pop Walking Dead exclusive of Herschel Green missing a leg covered in blood on crutches. No, I'm not a real big fan of like single character action figures when they're part of you know like a group of people you know so like a single Walking Dead character from the show doesn't really in- interest me but you know Deadpool he's kind of a loner doesn't have a sidekick or anything like that it's not oh, part of dude, a group Funko's doing a sloth action figure <sighs> for 15 huh okay Sam I think we've kind of covered 
All the con- yeah, I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do four days of this shit. Oh, uh, I do with willpower. You feel weak, you call me, and I will. It's gi- not that. It's I will that, give like, you the motivation. It's just that like Funko might sell out of like that if I go to this panel, or like you know, like I might not get my Jane and Mal action figures. That just I, leaves more here. money to buy shit for me. All right, that's plain. How am I gonna do all this? I mean, how am I gonna find time to be on the con floor aside from Sunday? I mean, like I don't know. There's got to be time priorities. to walk the floor. Priorities. You gotta get your priorities. See, I right. am gonna have to like print out like a. Yeah. They schedule. You're going to have to make a spreadsheet and everything. I'm going to do that Wednesday night before I go. There you go. All right. Let's move on then, shall we? Okay. For those of you not going to the con and are going to be sitting in your dark room or dark house or apartment all by yourself, we got some uh, stuff that you can do while you're moping around. Uh, at least, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing to, help, to, Jeff. to help me cope with it. So coming out on DVDs this week, the the only, really only two and only one I kind of want to see and I'll let you guess which one it is, you know. So first off, coming out on DVD this week is Sabotage. This is the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terrence Howard film. Members of an elite DA task force uh, find themselves being taken down by one, uh, one by one after they rob a drug cartel safe house. So that kind of sounds interesting. I mean, it's Schwarzenegger going back to action films, and now that he's not in politics anymore. The other one that I want to see, and it's actually, okay, no, I thought it was rating lower than Sabotage, but it's actually rating higher on IMDb, Transcendence. This is the Johnny Depp, Morgan Freeman film, a scientist, a scientist's drive for artificial intelligence takes a dangerous, uh, oh, sorry, takes on dangerous implications when his conscience is uploaded into one such program. I oh god I'm trying to think someone had just compared this film to another film Lawnmower Man yes yes yes, yes. this is this has a lot of similarities to Lawnmower Man right I and I remember the the theatrical release there was a lot of hype but then ticket sales were kind of disappointing those are the only two really DVD DVD releases that I found of of interest this week Sam comic books what's coming out in in those things oh boy on the dc side jeff you are always excited for this one deadpool 32 sam what i want you to i want you to say that one more time you said oh sorry on the marvel side there we go at least i didn't say jim jim morrison wasn't leader of the doors whatever man i'm dyslexic somehow that had something to do with on the marvel side DC wishes they had Deadpool. On the Marvel side, <laughs> Deadpool 32, Preston uncovers a secret from Deadpool's past that needs immediate attention. This is probably going to have something to do with uh, the death of... Uh, it's not Deadpool's wife, but he was because he's married now. But before he was married, Preston was looking in... Preston, or not Preston, uh, Deadpool found out that uh, a woman that he actually loved had a baby of theirs, and he doesn't know if the baby is alive or not. And so Preston, after she escaped from Deadpool's head, 
has been on this uh, rampage, or not this rampage, but has like vowed to Deadpool that, hey, I'm going to help you find your daughter if she's still alive. So I'm assuming that is is uh, is what's going on. Is, is that part of the uh, Sin? Yeah, it's part of the original Sin. Okay, so that's Deadpool 32 Sin. Also in Deadpool, Deadpool Dracula's Gauntlet number three. This is number three of seven. Uh, we really screwed up our timing the last time we went comic book shopping because we went on a Tuesday. We went on a Wednesday. Tuesday, and so and I thought that Deadpool thirty one was already out. So okay, so it comes out Wednesday. So you know what, Sam? Uh, since we're not because we're not going to record on Monday of next week because you're going to be flying back. So Monday, I'm going to have Comic Con hangover from all. So the, uh, I th- I think I think Monday I'm going to go. I'm going to hit up Duncanville Bookstore. And get uh, get all these Deadpool's. Uh, so Wait, de- you're gonna go without? No, I'm just kidding. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go without you. Screw you. Uh, I'll make you a deal, Sam. You get me some shit from Comic Con. You leave me a list. I'll pick them up for you. No, I'm good. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Uh, so anyway, so Deadpool number thirty-two, Sin. Deadpool Gauntlet number three of seven. Deadpool versus X Force number two. I picked up number one uh, the last time we. It was kind of funny. I liked it. I still haven't read it because I also uh, I picked up a shit ton of Walking Dead comics that I was backed up on, and I just finished all the Walking Dead comics, uh, so I'm caught up on that. And so now I'm going to start going back and getting Deadpool, uh, reading up on Deadpool. So Deadpool versus X uh, X Force two of four is out. So I'm really excited. A lot of Deadpool coming out this week. And I'm not familiar uh, Deadpool TP Volume 5, so that just must be like a trade. And then, uh, yeah, TP trade paperback. There we go. Oh, oh, you know what? That So the graphic novel, I'm already caught up on that. All and, right, so that's that's, then, that's Deadpool's list. And then up next, uh, I'm a fan of this guy, Daredevil number 6. The untold story of how Matt Murdock's mother became Sister Maggie. When Matt learns something about his past that's too terrible to accept, he seeks out his mother only to find her in more trouble than he could have possibly imagined. That's why you got to leave your past behind you, man. Don't go, don't go looking for trouble in your past. This is also part of the sin art. Let it go. But I am kind of curious as to what the heck a sister, a, a nun, how much trouble a nun could be getting into. Dude, in the, probably in a the, lot. In the, in the Daredevil universe, it's probably a lot. Probably a lot. All right, scooching on over to the DC side. Yes, I just used the word scooch. All right. <clears throat> uh, Aquaman 33. Uh, we oh, got, uh, I know. You and I go back and forth on, oh, on, on whether Aquaman is a legit hero oh, or not. Oh, my God. But they are, not only uh, they're also... I, I, so Batman's just in fucking every DC comic this year? No, it's this month because July 23rd will be in National Batman Day or International Batman Day celebrating the 75th anniversary of Batman. Right, I understand that, but like they got to put him on every cover of every DC. I mean, Aquaman uh, number 33 and Bat, you know, you also have a Batman variant. Well, with threat after threat including the arrival of the deadly Chimera demanding Arthur's attention, it's a fallen to Mera to hold Atlantis together, even if most of the city wants her dead. The, comp- the conspirators hiding in the shadows of the city's darkest reaches can't hide forever, but Chimera gets to them before Atlantis comes apart. So it's kind of cool. You got people who like, want to kill the, the ruling queen of Atlantis while the king is away. Drama, royal drama, can't go wrong there. Always makes for a fun comic book story. Okay. All right, finally, we got Red Lantern 33. This is uh, Green Lantern's <laughs> cousin. <laughs> this is Jeff. 
Imagine that you wore a ring of pure rage that just drove I, I, you to be the most angriest motherfucker in the world. Right. That's going to be the Red Lantern. Yes. So he's kind of an anti-hero. Yes. Atrocities kicks into gear. The epic last year of Red Lanterns has been building to this all along. It's open war between Atrocitus and Guy Gardner. And there's a powerful squadron of Red Lanterns on each side. But Guy Gardner could have never imagined what Atrocitus has been planning all this time. And he couldn't imagine that one of his closest friends would refuse to stand by his sides. Now, this gets me curious because on the cover of this, you see a Green Lantern symbol being shown upon Guy Gardner's head Ooh. from a white glove. Ooh. Now, that would suggest that maybe Hal Jordan or Kyle Rayner, two of like DC's biggest Green Lanterns that maybe he reached out to, are not going to help him in this war against Atrocitus. It's a... It's kind of freaky, man, because those guys all used to be a part of the Green Lantern Corps, and they were all like brothers to each other. So I'm kind of curious to figure out why wouldn't Kyle or Hal, you know, reach out to help him? I don't know, Sam. I don't know why he wouldn't reach out to help. All right, and that's your news and comics. Uh, but, and Jeff, but, well, I'm going to toss it over to you for more comic news, right? Because uh, one one that you left off is Walking Dead. Oh shit, I just had it. Walking Dead trade uh, trade paperback uh, volume twenty one. Also comes out this Wednesday. This wait, right? It's this Wednesday. Uh, this is the all-out war story arc that has been going on now for I think about a year because I think issue one hundred, uh, which premiered at last year's Comic Con, which I got a variant cover for, which I'm like is like one of my prize parts of my collection. Is so this story arc's been going on for a year, and this is Rick and the group. Fighting out with uh, another, you know, hostile leader, and like I said, is uh, I had picked up all the individual comics because I was tired of waiting for this uh, for this trade to come out. So I'm caught up to date. And let me tell you something: if you're a Walking Dead fan and you don't read the individual comics and you read the the trade uh, paperbacks, this is what you're you're gonna love this because this this wraps up the All Out War story arc. And it's it's a great, great ending one that you would not expect. Coming out this week in theaters. I got two movies on this list. All right. Well, let's see if they meet my uh, the three that I found. First off, I'm just I'm a fan of stand up comedy. This isn't really geeky or nerdy, but I'm a fan of stand up comedy. And in the past, I think they've attempted to do these type of movies and they haven't gone well. And I'm hoping this one will be good. The Fluffy movie is coming out. This is this is like a concert film. This is kind of you know kind of like what Metallica did with Through the Never, except for it's comedy. This is a stand-up comedian uh, Gabriel Fluffy. Uh, oh God, I'm terrible with uh, foreign names. Gabriel Iglesias. Right. See, Iglesias. See, I always say that, and then I always think like, no, that's the fucking singer. That's not the comic. No, and it's not Enrique Iglesias. I know it's Gabriel Iglesias. I know, I know, no relation from my understanding. But so he has a concert film that it's like a concert film slash documentary. Is he's going to be doing stand up, and then also they're going to be talking about his rise to fame. Also coming out this week uh, is Lucy. This is Scarlett Johansson, Morgan Freeman. A woman accidentally caught in a dark deal turns the tables on her captors and transforms into a merciless warrior evolved, uh, Basically, evolved beyond human logic. Is essentially is is she gets into some bad shit and becomes a drug mule 
and the drug bags burst inside of her. And then she starts using, like, you know, they say... Humans only use 10% 10%. of their brains. So then she starts using 11%. Yes, because these drugs unlock her full potential and you don't know what's going to happen when right. her brain is, reaches. Is, is like that, that's how the trailer ends is this guy's like, well, what happens when she uses 100% and then it just flashes More over. Freeman's like, I don't know. I have no idea. And then boom. Also, finally coming out, was that one of the two on your list? Yes. And then I think this last one's also on your list. I am Hercules! Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's good resist. Uh, Hercules is coming out. This is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's movie. Now, here's the thing. This is actually a comic book movie. This is not just the mythology of Hercules. The Greek mythology. Greek mythology. I I thought it was Greek, but I didn't want to say it, so I shied away from it. This is actually based on the Hercules uh, Radical Comic series. It was a limited uh, series that that included uh, the, the Knives of... Kush? Wow, really? Nice Kush? That sounds like a fucking pot one. But anyways, and then the uh, the Thracian. Thracian, thank you, Wars. So this is what the movie's based off. It's based off of this this comic, not the Greek mythology. So if you go in there and you're like, that didn't follow Greek mythology, well, that's because it's not going to. It's going to follow the comic book. And I was really surprised. First of all, I didn't know that this comic series existed. And now they're doing a movie about it. So here's my only problem with this: okay. Brett Ratner is directing it. Oh, what's your problem with this guy? Let's let <laughs> let's quickly pull up his IMDb page and see what he else did, he's done. He did X Men: The Last Stand. That oh, was a... and he did uh, he did well. He did Horrible Bosses, which was good. He did Twenty One, the Kevin Spacey Counting well, Cards. Was he director of Horrible Bosses, or was he just producer of Horrible Bosses? Uh, let me get to his director. He did not direct Horrible Bosses. Oh, shit. He's directing Beverly Hills Cop 4. See, I don't know. I mean, like, I liked... He directed Rush Hour, which oh, I liked. No, he 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 directed uh, Rush Hour... Oh, he directed all three Rush Hours. See, Rush Hour 1 and 2 were good. Rush Hour 3 sucked. X-Men 3 sucked. Oh, my God. Do you think that uh, Chris Tucker is going to be in Hercules? Look at this. He directed... Money Talks, Chris Tucker, the three Rush Hour movies, Chris Tucker. I don't know. This guy's a very hit, I mean, and, hit and miss record with me. Really? He, but, he It looks like that. Uh, I'm still kind of angry about X-Men 3. And, and you're, and you're uh, yeah, he did X-Men uh, The Last Stand. And you're right, Sam. He was just a producer on Horrible, say, Horrible Bosses. So I don't know, man. I mean. Oh, he did Tower Heist? That wasn't that great. That was that I Eddie know. Murphy. Uh, ben Stiller, was it Ben Stiller? Matthew yeah. Broderick. Yeah, he's very hit and miss on his film. So I'm hoping, because I like Hercules and I'm, I, I like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The dude's kind of a badass action star. But man, X Men: Last Stand, like I said, it still leaves a sour taste in my mouth all these years later. So we shall see. I mean, Twenty One, not a bad movie. Horrible. It bosses. was all right. I, th- I think Twenty One could have been better. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't great, but Rush Hour still makes me laugh to this day, and I even like Rush Hour too. And then Rush Hour 3 just... Sucked. All right, Sam, that's all I got. Were, the, were those the, Was that the second one on oh, your, yeah. your yeah, list? So. All right, so that's what's coming out on DVDs comic, and comic books and in the theaters this week. We want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, like I said earlier... Next week we, you know, we normally record these shows on Monday. Next week Sam will be flying back from California on Monday, so 
We're attempting to get into the studio on Tuesday. Hopefully, Sam doesn't puss out. And, oh, I'm just so jet-lagged. I had so much time. Still hung over from Comic-Con. Yeah, no. I did so many drugs out there in California. I can't handle it. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so hopefully we'll, we will record uh, Tuesday of next week, which means that our, the episode will be up Wednesday of next week instead of Tuesday. So, Sam, don't puss out on us. Buy me lots of shit at Comic-Con. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Um, Facebook.com forward slash My Comic Life Podcast, or just search for My Comic Life in the Facebook search bar. Follow us on Twitter at My Under My Comic underscore Life. You can follow me on Twitter at NWR Jeff. I'm Sam T. Ballard. We think we're not 100% sure because Sam doesn't really use his Twitter. So I tweet episodes of the show. But you have it all set up so it does it automatically. So you know, I take the time when I go in. And oh, oh, really? You you have to log into Twitter on your computer each yeah. time. <laughs> You're like the only person who uses Twitter on their computer. <laughs> um, I think that's all the plugs we got uh, for this week. So Sam, buy me lots of shit at Comic Con. Deadpool over everything else. What are the two guys' names that you're on the lookout for? Brian Posehn. And? Jerry Duggan. All right, all right. You seemed hesitant on the second one, and but you got it. You got it. And if you only see Brian Posehn, it's okay. Ask him. Say, hey, where's Jerry? Ask him. He'll tell you. <laughs> I'm going to walk right by him, snap a photo of his backside, and just go, fuck you, and send you the photo. Dude, if I get that text from you... That might ruin our 10 years plus friendship. You're going to fly out to San Diego and kick my ass? No, fuck no, dude. I'm just going to wait for you to come back to Dallas. You have to come back. Your job and your whole life's here. <laughs> All right? No, that's stupid. <laughs> All right, Sam. Sign us off. Uh, <laughs> Good sign off, Sam. <laughs> Ditch the herd. Be a nerd. Stay strong out there, my friend. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.